Hello, how y'all doing today? How y'all doing? How are y'all doing? Today we're going to be talking about a place of God's continual presence. A place of God's continual presence. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day, another opportunity, O Heavenly Father, to come to you and give you thanks, O Heavenly Father. We thank you for this is the day that you made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it, O Heavenly Father. Lord God, I ask you to, that I decrease, O Heavenly Father, that you, your spirit may increase and that you may speak to your people what it is that you would have them to hear. O Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Now today we are talking about our place of God's continual presence. And the focus verse for today is, you will show me the path of life. Your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And today I'm going to be talking about the tabernacle. Because why? Because that was a place of God's continual presence when it was in effect. And, and I'm just, <clears throat> excuse me. The tabernacle was a representation of the house that houses the spirit of God. But now God dwells in temples not made by hands. And the tabernacles that Moses was instructed to construct to the letter inside that tabernacle was a lampstand. With three branches on one side, three branches on the other side, uh, with one coming straight out of the top of it. To me, that one coming out of the top is a symbol of is, is a symbol of the Godhead. The six coming out of the sides, three out of the left and three out of the right, stands for Trinity, the three-part being of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. For me, God represents us him being on the left and on the right of man man being the number six number six is is the number of man and though it was so much going on with it it's one piece it was one piece the gold over it is the hammered work of the craftsman but the gold inside of you is also the hammered work of the master builder. And from the lampstand comes the fire. Fire is light. You are the light of the world. Your fire should burn continually. Day and night. Never going out. You have uh, to trim it and maintain it. As it burns. It's never supposed to go out. That lamp was supposed to stay burning at all times. Right? That oil never runs out. It is continually refreshed, symbolizing the Holy Spirit. He never runs out. He's the refreshing of man, right? Now, the table of shoebread is symbolic for me for the hunger that we should always have for the presence of God. Jesus is called the bread of life. He said when you take the communion, he said to take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. I know that I'm talking about the tabernacle. But Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets. But he said, I came to fulfill. 
I came to fulfill both the law and the prophets. And as we come to the ark, there are so many components to it. When we receive the new covenant, God no longer sat on the seat. But Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. So where I am that you may be also. And we assume position under an open heaven. Right. Where we are under what the divine protection of God. For Psalms 91 says, he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. He shall cover me with his wings. He shall cover me with his feathers and under his wings I shall take refuge. And as you stand in the place Jesus once stood under the shroud of God, as you stand under his wings, he said that he would put his words in you. Write his words on the tablets of your heart. As you go in him, as you go in him, you won't lead yourself but he will carry you by the spirit into every place you are to go. Why? Because the presence of God didn't walk, but it was carried. And as you carry his presence, his presence is going to carry you. And I'm going to read what this Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter five, verses 14, no, verses 16 through 24. And it says, yes, verses 14 to 24. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those. No, 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 no. 16. Rejoice always, praying without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. And now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ he who calls you is faithful who also would do it and i know that sometimes we like um i i don't i don't i don't know my purpose i don't know my purpose i don't know what the will of god is uh, um and i want to say that this is how you are led this is the prerequisite that precedes God's continual presence. And I'm going to read that part again. Rejoice always, praying without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. This is your, I don't want to say job. But this is where you should be rejoicing always praying without ceasing in everything you're giving thanks. Don't quench the Holy Spirit and don't despise prophecies, but test all things and hold fast that what is good. And I say that when and when I say that. I know somebody might say, how can you pray always without ceasing? But there is a prayer. There is a prayer that you can pray and, and you can stay in the presence of God. You can pray. And after you quit praying, your spirit continuously prays at night. When you sleep, your spirit is continuously praying. When you get up in the morning, you ever have a song in your heart from when you laid down that night, contemplating about what the word of the Lord said. 
this is this is continual prayer. This is continual prayer. When you read and you meditate on that word, continual prayer, you're continually in his presence. When you sit there off in the day and you just it, it's just like you daydreaming. And you just thinking about God and you thinking about his word and you thinking about all these other things of who God is and what he's saying and what he said. And and you driving down the road and you having, I don't want to say open visions and stuff, but you driving down the road and God just talking and you just taking it all in. That's the presence. That's praying continually. Sometimes it might not be in words. Sometimes it might be praise. Sometimes it might be worship. Sometimes it could be anything. But God, you are always praying continually. You're always giving God something continually. Rather, you are doing it in your in 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 your knowing or in your unknowing, because your spirit is constantly engaged with God. <clears throat> and I just wanted to say that today. That the master builder has built you. He has hammered you out. All the trouble you went through. All those things that you had to go through from, from day one to now. All those things have, have hammered the gold that is in you. You have gold inside of you. All those things that you went through has hammered that gold into you. He is the refreshing. The Holy Spirit is the one that refreshes. Your oil should never run dry. It should never run dry. I'm telling you this. God has, God has it set up. He has it set up that we are always, that we are always. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said do this thing in season and out of season. In season and out of season. Speak this word. Preach this word. Live this word. Love this word. Abide by this word. In season and out of season. What does that mean? When people want to and when people don't want to. There's going to come a time when you might not want to. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you might want to do something different. But if you just stay in that word, it's going to refresh you. I promise. If you stay in it, it will, it'll refresh you. You know, you'll get that second wind. You will mount up with wings as eagles. You know what I'm saying? You will run and not be weary. You should walk and not faint. You see, there is a, there is something that keeps you running. There's something that keeps you walking, and that's the Holy Spirit. That's the that's the refreshing of the oil. That's the refreshing of the oil. It keeps you going. It never leaves you stagnant. It never leaves you stuck. It never leaves you depleted. You might get you might get a little a, a little tired every now and then, but that's when you got to press into God even the more because you shall run and not be weary. You shall walk and not faint. If you do what the first Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20 say. 21. 16 to 21. You will be okay. You will be okay. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. Hallelujah. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Like I discussed with you, sometimes that might not be <clears throat> in the way of prayer like you think it is, but it comes up to God as a sweet savior. Praise, you know, worship, you know, it. Just 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 contemplating on what it is that the Lord has done, what it is that the Lord is about to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
And it said, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. If you quench him, he can't, he can't pray when you're not praying. He can't do what it is that he wants to do because you're stopping him. Don't quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test all things. Hold fast what is good. And that's your word for the day. We are the tabernacle no longer out in the open. The veil has been torn. There is nothing standing in between us and God but air and opportunity. If you choose not to step and walk in, in the presence of God, it's your own fault. It's nobody else's fault. Sometimes you have to press in. Sometimes you have to do things that you don't normally do or you don't know how to do. But if you continue to read, if you continue to write, if you continue to just worship and, 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 and praise and give thanksgiving and, and do all of these things, I'm telling you that you will be fulfilling your purpose. You will be fulfilling the will of God. This is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. This is the will. To always give thanks. Pray without ceasing. Don't quench the spirit. Rejoicing always. Do not despise prophecies. But test all things and hold fast to what is good. You are going to make it. I want you to know you're going to make it. Sometimes things get happy. Sometimes things get rough. Life happens. Life happens. It happens to everybody. The, the elite. Life happens to the elite. So don't think that life doesn't happen. Don't think that if you make a mistake, you can't get back on track. Don't think that God is not. The word for the day is a place of God's continual presence. And what I'm saying is stay in the place behind the veil. The veil has been torn. There's a lampstand. There's the showbread. And there's the Ark of the Covenant. Stand under his wings. Trust him. Hold fast to what is good. Mm -mm -mm. Six is the number of man. Man was created on the sixth day. I want you to understand that God is the head. There's one shoot that comes straight up. That's God. God the head. Three on the left. Three on the right. God in the front. God in the back. I want you to understand that God has, he has encompassed you round about. Do not be weary in well-doing, but go forward in God. Don't stop. Don't give up. It's a never-ending cycle. A never-ending cycle. If you, if you get knocked down, you get back up. You get knocked down seven times, you get up eight times. You keep going. You don't stop. We in this for the long ride. Y'all be blessed. Lord Heavenly Father, I pray that, that something in this word reached out and touched somebody. I pray that something in this word healed somebody. I pray that something in this word helped push somebody forward to the place that they need to be in you, O oh God. Lord God, we thank you for the example that the tabernacle has given us, O oh Heavenly Father. For it represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, O oh Heavenly Father. 
We thank you right now, oh Heavenly Father, that you have not left or you have not forsaken us, oh Heavenly Father, but that you continuously push us and draw us closer to yourself. Push us to greatness and draw us closer to yourself. Push us to purpose and draw us closer to yourself. Push us to destiny and draw us closer to you, oh God. We thank you for who you are, for what you are doing, have done, and are yet to do, oh God. And we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. And we ask you to keep moving on us, oh Heavenly Keep working on us, oh Heavenly Father. Sit on us again, oh Heavenly Father, like the mercy seat. Sit on us again, oh God. Sit on us again, oh Heavenly Father. For we need you now more than ever before. Teach us that we may learn of your ways. And we'll be forever grateful. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I know that this right here is a little different. But God has taken us to a place that we have to understand what it entails. Purpose is not by chance. It's intentional. I say that again. Purpose is not by chance. It's intentional. People go to the grave never having fulfilled their purpose. Never having reached that mark. There's some people that went to the grave that could not say what Paul said. Paul said, this is it. It's over. I've been poured out like a drink offering. I have nothing left. That's it. Now I'm going home. Some people went before they ever got to that point. Some people went and they never even knew God. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. But we are to be a place of God's continual presence. Let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify who? Not you, but the God that is in heaven. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of another chance. I know we say God, he, 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 he's a God of second chances. No, he's the God of another chance. Because sometimes even after the second chance, we still mess up. And he gives us another chance. And we mess up and he gives us another chance. And we mess up and he gives us another chance. And he said, get up, don't stay down, just keep getting up. Every time you get knocked down, every time you fall into diverse temptations, get up. Get up until you learn how to resist the devil and he will flee. Get up until you learn how to stand and see my salvation. Get up. Get up. He the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. When it comes, he will still be. He said everything else going to fail, but his word will not fail. It shall not return to him void. If you are a word from God, you shall not return to him void. I say that again. If you are a word of God, a word from God, you shall not return void. But you shall do whatever he sent you to do. You shall accomplish the thing whereunto he sent you. Has he said it? And will he not make it good? 
Has he said it? And can he not perform what he said? He's God. And let him be God. And you be you. And do what you're supposed to do. I love y'all to life. Y'all have a blessed day.